Hey guys, welcome back to Living Disciple Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Birkin, and today's subject is going to be on principles of this world and how that influences you hearing God's voice. Very interesting topic in my mind because we all run into it. Uh, some of you may not even understand what it means to really hear the voice of God. So let me kind of explain to you that just in a very brief way. You can hear the voice of God by reading scripture is one of them. Like for example, you can open two chapters, Psalms or Proverbs or any other two chapters, read through it and see if something's being highlighted to you and you are doing it with the focus of hearing God speak to you and something is highlighted to you. That's sort of like the voice of God. Other times you can literally contemplate, meaning it's your thought life. You put your focus on God. This is not meditation. This is specifically focusing on God because God is not a man. God is not flesh and blood. So he does not speak in a vocal voice. For him, the norm is not vocal voice. So with that understanding, you have to understand that God can communicate in a normal mode to you, meaning in your thought life, because he is a spirit. He simply is an identity. He's a person. It's a self-conscious awareness in a way. And that self-conscious awareness can connect with your self-conscious awareness, which is in your brain or that is your mind. So he can connect from mind to mind in your thought life. So in your thought life, you pray to God and you receive this, we call it small voice. Okay, This small voice can be amplified by God. It can become louder. It can, it, it, you, he can attach emotions to it depth to it, all sorts of things. But that's in a way what, what we're talking about hearing God's voice. And the third way is obviously a prophet comes to you and he says, God, I think God is telling you this. With that also is attached with the whole revelatory gifts, word of knowledge, stuff like that. Uh, that's not what we're trying to discuss here. That's just to kind of give you an understanding. What is What am I talking about hearing God's voice? And I do believe that God communicates with you. There is no such thing that God does not communicate with you. It's basically God doesn't exist if he doesn't communicate with you. So it is, in my mind, a primary thing of God's relationship with you is his communication with you. And you should have assurance inside of you, somehow, somewhere, some voice has to be speaking to you. And so many people get into this and so they pray, they contemplate on God and they receive a thought in a way, a form of a voice, because inside your head, all voices are the same. It's like you're colorblind, but all voices in your head are the same. And so you believe God spoke to you and he told you to do certain things. Now, on the front of it, it looks pretty easy or the beginning of stages of this is pretty easy just to simply recognize it. But then what do you do to discern? Because once you recognize that a person to person or conscious mind can connect with another conscious mind. Uh, we're not going to get into this idea of human mind connecting to human mind because we simply use a voice for that or an email <laughs> or text. Uh, we're speaking about other beings that do not have physical bodies. So what do we do? How do we discern at this point who is speaking to me? Because you're focusing on God, 
But then are there things that you have to watch out for to make sure that that is God who is speaking to you? Because at times our emotions can cloud our judgment. A lot of times situations can cloud our judgment. Friends, influences, authorities, and other principles can cloud our judgment of who is it that's speaking to me? Who am I receiving this voice from? Because we emphasize we must obey the Word of God. And the Word of God is basically, if this voice is speaking to you, that is the Word of God to you, into your personal life. We're not saying the Word of God, the Bible isn't true. That's true because that's more an objective way of God speaking to you, meaning objective, bigger pictures stuff. But there is a personal thing. For example, God, should I go to college or not? You're just not going to find that in the Bible. Plain and simple, you're not. But So it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? This is where we emphasize you must hear the voice of God. And so you receive this confirmation, this thought inside your head, and you say, I need to go to college. Or you can say, I received this voice. I need to become a street preacher or a street evangelist. I need to go and do it. Okay? So how do you know that this is the voice of God that you're receiving from? Now let's look at the idea of what is a principle, right? So let's first kind of read Ephesians 6 just to give us some context so it's not just my opinion. Uh, this is Ephesians 6, 12, I believe, and it states the following. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the power of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. And this is the struggle most of you will face. At times, we kind of think uh, that this is again when we're praying for someone but this is speaking to you your personal recognition of God as well you struggle to know if God is this your voice or not now you're battling against not just flesh and blood now you're battling against rulers and against authorities because now you're in a spiritual realm recognize it or not you are there and now you are battling against those things so what is what is this this is where we have to kind of use a scripture obviously if you're not uh kind of comprehend what some of the fundamentals are of christian living and it helps you understand what are the principles of the kingdom of god right and jesus spoke about them on the Sermon of the Mount, he spoke about certain principles by what rules, by what fundamental things the kingdom of God operates on. And he's stated those things, poor in spirit, humble, meek, uh, all those things. He spoke about um, sexual addiction. I mean, even if you look at the woman and lust after her, you have committed adultery, a lot of these things you start to name. Those are the principles of the kingdom of God. And there are principles of this world, right? So this is what you have to look at, are the principles. What principles do you live by? We sometimes name this, what is your character? What is your character like? Your character, is it, is it according to the patterns of this world? Like what we say, like in Romans 12 too, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed 
but the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. It's like, okay, but we say, I must obey a voice, no matter what. But my question is, do you know who is speaking to you in the first place? And so this is what we're speaking about today. Recognize. Recognize your own character, meaning you have to recognize what principles do you live by. Because at times, if you do not live by the principles of the kingdom of God, then whose, whose voice are you hearing? Because if you're following the patterns of this world, then who has the authority to connect with you? Because it says, we read it, chapter 6, you're not fight against flesh and blood now you're fighting against the authorities okay and the powers of the evil world you are i guarantee you evil world of the heavenly realm is at work in communicating to you things that you should reject things you should understand okay and that means even even if it's a spiritual, like we say, well, it's a spiritual thing. Like, let's say God told me I must become a street preacher. All right. That's very spiritual. Like, wow, you, you're preaching the word of God. You could be in a Muslim country and you and you hear this voice and you're like, that's, that's very bold. That's very admirable. You know, it's like you can't just say like, well, why would, why would devil tell me to go preach the word of God? Hmm. Or maybe he's a father of confusion. I, I, I don't think that devil and the evil realm are dumb. Now, I'll, I'll grant you this. There might be some demons out there who are pretty dumb. Uh, it is a society out there. Like, like I've been reading, contemplating on, like, what is, the, what is this world? Uh, today, scientists speak about uh, black matter out there. Uh, meaning that we can't, it's invisible. Now, this black matter, is, they also divide into dark energy and dark matter. There's more energy out there than matter, I guess. I think they say it's 27% of dark matter versus, goodness, I forget, 67% of energy. Whatever the math over there is, it's about 85% of black matter. Simply means we can't detect it, but it has to be there. It has to be there to sustain for, for our world to exist. Have you ever thought about it? Like, where is this coming from? Like, we sometimes think, you know, this world out there is just out there somewhere. It's just beyond us. Uh, well, in my mind, we all coexist in the same time. God coexists in the same time. Demons coexist in the same time. And we coexist in the same timeline at this point. We're not going to get into, is God outside time or at some point back in the baking time outside that's a separate question we're talking about right now right here we are in the same time frame and then what about space hmm that's also an interesting question uh do we have to speak about god being in space well it's a good question he could maybe outside of of space but what about demons like we say god is omnipresent uh that means he is everywhere. That's a little difficult to uh, 
give that attribute to let's say some other spirit spirits are not omnipresent holy spirit is omnipresent but no other demon is omnipresent we've never gave that attribute to anyone other than god himself so that means demons the spiritual realm all the other creatures are also present in the same space as we are as science sort of points to it that says that we are in the same space as all the demons are we shouldn't confuse or think that demons demon world is like only several thousand demons i think they're in billions and probably a lot goodness could be even trillions for all i know meaning their world is pretty large and pretty sophisticated out there uh, we're not going to get into the authorities over here we're just going to assume that that is true because the bible does give us the idea if you read daniel uh, there was two angels over there who were standing against the other prince prince of persia and stuff like that so there are hierarchy in this world so we know there are system it, it is a system that we are playing with that we exist in it's a it's a evil world in the heavenly realms and this evil world in heavenly realms has principalities and it has power why is this important this is important because we coexist okay we coexist remember there are certain verses in the bible it says when two or three of you agree on earth it will be bound in heaven too whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven it was like what am i like sending some kind of a conduit authority email or something out there no it simply means that we coexist with the heavenly realm it's all around us this is what we're saying black matter it's it's all around you it's just a matter of does the evil realm react to the things you do or not do they ignore the things you do or do they act on it i think they have a lot of things in there sometimes they ignore things sometimes they act on things according to the principles and authorities that were given to them as well okay so if you live under their authority and this is why it speaks in romans 12 2 it says do not live according to the patterns of this world meaning earth has fell under the principle of the evil world the whole fundamental issue here is that we became gods or in our own mind we became gods we became self-centered we became self idea of self-preserving our own selves you know uh, that's the idea that we are trying to live out and god says give up your life give up your life that's not how i designed you so that's what we're dealing here with so let's assume let's say a person may be confused about what is a lie there are soft lies and there are hard lies for example my kid likes to lie sometimes as i did when i was a kid you know if i wanted a candy and i didn't want to get in trouble and somebody asked did you take that candy and i said because i don't want to get in trouble and i say no it's a hard lie because i don't want to get in trouble now there are soft lies they call them like white lies gray lies whatever it, it's a more sophisticated it's a lie it's kind of like a perjury not perjury um, a bribe i get a benefit and you get a benefit get it so i may lie 
to get a job somewhere, but I will make it in such a way that I will highlight myself so that the, 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 the employer wants me more. It's a, it's a lie. It's a soft lie. You're trying to exaggerate who you really are to an employer. An employer is like, hmm, this is really good deal. I should grab this kid up right now and pay him because he's accomplished a lot. So those are soft lies. But, you know, soft lies once here, once there, I don't think that it's a big issue uh, in, in the big scheme of things. But if it becomes a habit, if this soft lies, this is why speaking speaks about pattern of this world, it becomes a norm, okay? Like self-control. But in this case, it's a, it's a pattern of lies that you simply start to hide information. You don't speak about certain things and you become a person of habit of living by a principle of this world, meaning I live to satisfy me, meaning I am the center of it. Somehow I need to preserve, gain, uh, always make sure that I am number one. And person doesn't notice this because it's a soft lie. I don't really lie. I just conceal the information. I don't share this information or I exaggerate myself or, you know, uh, make myself more highly than I are. Those are soft lies and it becomes a habit. So, so imagine a person living in this kind of a pattern. And this person is spiritually inclined, meaning he understands how to hear the voice. I shouldn't say God, but hear the voice of a spiritual realm. And this person receives a voice and it says, you must become an evangelist, a street evangelist. Who is this voice from? How do we discern? And this person goes out and he lies and he hides information and he sort of cheats in the way to gain that, to gain that position. He doesn't gain, gain, he doesn't go and apply for a job to make money. So he sort of goes, goes from person to person and begs them and tells them how good he is and he's an evangelist and all sorts of stuff. And people give him money and continue to give him money. And it builds his, builds his, uh, emotional system, I guess, this, that this is good, that God approves of this, and this is the way. But the fact is that he is living according to the pattern of this world. Are you sure you're hearing the voice of God or not? And this, to me, my brothers and sisters, is one of the fundamental things you gotta check. You have to check what principles are you living by. Because when you check this, and you don't live by the principles. If you're under the authority of the evil realm, I assure you, it's not a guarantee, but I assure you, you might be getting information from the wrong source. Because they have the authority, because you live under them, you live under their principles, and they have the authority to speak to you. They have the authority to send you information. They have the authority to confuse you, Guys, guess what? You live under their patterns. You live under their principles. This is how they operate. So that's kind of one to chit chat about this, guys. So hopefully this made a little bit of sense to you. First thing, guys, is check. Make sure your character, 
that you're living under principles of the world. Fundamentals could be sexual sin, could be lies. They're all very basic. And make sure you live according to God's principles, not according to the world principles. And then you will be able to discern what God's will is, as Romans 12 2 says, that you will be able to know what God, what's, uh, let's read this verse. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. He is good, pleasing, and perfect will. And that deals with obedience, my friends. So make sure when you obey a voice, you're obeying God's voice. But you got to know what the principles, uh, whose principles you're living by. Because that's when you're going to be able to tell. Alright guys, um, I think that's it for this session. Just wanted to speak about that a little bit. Hope that helps you in your life and uh, uh, sets you on the right path. Maybe it's good for leaders to hear this about others or just a, a young man who is struggling through things, hearing a guy's voice, confused, maybe sometimes even depressed as to why am I not becoming successful in what I do or troubles in my way. Hopefully this will open up certain doors for you. Guys, thanks for listening. God bless you. Take care.